Aloha, all you money makers. I'm super excited to have my good friend Rich here. Uh, he's our loan officer. He does a ton of different loans, and we're going to talk to you guys about loans and all the different programs out there and the creative financings that you can do with loans. So let's dive into it. Let's have some fun. And let's go. What if I told you guys that that subscribe button is the only thing that's separating you from financial freedom? Because knowledge is power. I'm going to give you all the knowledge so you can succeed in life. So. How do we meet each other? Tell me, tell everyone who you are out there. Let everyone know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, as Intar introduced me, I'm I'm Rich, uh, Rich Chavez. Uh, I've been on Hawaii for going on uh, two years now. Uh, I met Indar probably 2020. Um, I think I met him at one of his flips in downtown at, at the, it was one of those uh, penthouses. Yeah, I think I can't remember which one it was, but it was. Um, during COVID, we were coming down, uh, visiting, I was looking for spots to, to get married in, and uh, one of his buddies and my buddies called him. He said, yeah, I'm having a kind of like, a, I'm getting ready to place this house on the market, and um, I want to have a, a get-together or a party before I list it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was a penthouse. We got to enjoy it. We never get to enjoy the penthouse, you know, these nice houses sometimes, and it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I met Indar. I met some of his uh, rowing buddies a um, mm-hmm. long time ago, but that was the first time I met you. And then I think a year later, a couple months later, I ended up moving to Hawaii. And, um, you know, we share an office. We have, you know, friends, you know, kids hang out. So yeah. uh, built a relationship for the for the last three years in, you know, real estate, personal and stuff like that. So, yeah. And Rich comes from a big background of lending as well as he's getting his brokers, his real estate license. So he's on both sides of the, the playing ground where he's doing lending um, as well as as an agent. He's taking his broker's license here in Hawaii probably next week. I think you're taking it. Yeah, I'm taking my broker's license next week. But yeah, when you say, um, you know, I'm also a real estate broker in California. I've been yeah, a real California. estate broker in California yeah. for uh, five years now. So I have... Uh, the real estate uh, background. Um, so he knows both sides, both not sides, just alone. Yeah. You know about you know, being. I know the struggles of, of real estate and you know <laughs> yeah. how to structure loans to uh, make everyone happy. Yeah. And then so let's dive on. So um, so what was the I guess your journey of becoming a loan officer and being a loan? What what how did that all start and how did that lead up? Yeah. So um, well, let's, I guess we can start before you know real estate because real estate as a, as a, being a real estate sales agent kind of moved me into loans. But mm. um, I didn't get into real estate until I was thirty. Mm. Right. I'm thirty eight. I'm going to be thirty. No, I'm going to be thirty nine in a few months. Mm. Uh, for the first ten years of my working career, I was doing corporate work. Right. I was going to the office. I was, you know, being there seven thirty in the morning. What were you doing? Uh, I was in supply chain. So was, with Jay, is that where you met Jay? Yeah, so I was. Uh, I worked with Jay, one of one of our mutual buddies. And we both started in logistics and supply chains, basically moving, moving junk throughout the country. Right? <laughs> it, it can be a pen, it can be a pencil, it can yeah. be, you know, food. We're just moving it from, you know, East Coast to West Coast, you know, South America to California, just moving stuff. Right? So, um, you know, I thought I, I thought you know it was one of my first jobs in college. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna do the rest of my life. Right? I'm gonna move stuff and you know have a have a salary and, and back then you know when you're in your early 20s you're like oh shit I'm making fifty thousand dollars a year right yeah and I can live off off fifty thousand you know yeah um, but 
as my career went on, I you know I even started making you know five years later I'm making sixty thousand, I'm making seventy and eighty thousand dollars, and I've been doing this for ten years, right? So, um, wasn't quite sure what to do when I turned thirty. I was um, having you know I was having a baby, my first kid, and um, I mean our buddy Jay was a realtor, and he said, oh. Why don't you think about it? So mm. I thought about it like for two seconds, and then I went and qu- I quit my job. <laughs> so I quit my job. I wasn't even licensed, by the way. So yeah. um, I went to go do. I was doing cold calling yeah. before actually, you know, getting licensed to kind of get my uh, my f- you know feet wet a little bit, trying to get in there. Uh, so I quit my job and I just made calls all day for like six months. Mm. Yeah, six months. Then I fi- yeah. Then I finally got licensed, uh, and then from there I became a realtor. And then really fast, I was like, okay, well, you know, we're referring all this business to to banks, to Wells Fargo or to lenders that are out there, you know. Um, and then I started to notice kind of a thing where, you know, a lot of these guys that were saying business were never in an office, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're always out in the field. They're always on vacation. They're always doing something. Um, on the weekends, they're always, you know, they're, they may or may not be available, but they're always out. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what are these guys doing that I don't know? You know, I'm showing buyers working with sellers, yeah. you know, seven days a week, almost for a whole three years straight. Well, what led you to the loan program to get into loans more? Well, that, well, seeing these guys on vacation while I'm working seven days a week. Oh, would you? Okay. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, if these guys are doing it, you know, yeah. let me go get my license. Yeah, get your mortgage license. Yeah, so I get my mortgage license, and yeah. that's kind of, you know, it's it's actually quite easy to get your mortgage license. You know, it's funny. There's so many different loan programs we're going to talk about today, and there is a lot of lenders. I've, I've known, I know this one lender who's been a mortgage broker for 30 years, and he didn't know what a hard money loan was. It's because he just stuck in his lane, you know, he knew his traditional financing. Yeah. You know, they. I explained to him what a hard money loan was like three years ago. You know, he's an old guy and he just, they never had to be outside the box. But that's what we're gonna talk about and that's why I use Rich because yes, everyone knows there's some basic loans out there, but there's some so many other new loans out there, the DS, DSER loans, the hard money loans, the, different types of other loans that you can use to make deals work when you may not qualify for the you know traditional way of getting lending. Um, so some of the basic loans, let's dive into it. So some of the basic loans everyone knows about, it's a 30-year fixed conventional loan. And there's different types of conventional loans, right? There's the VA, there's well, a VA loan. Well, you have the conventional side, you know, which has the conforming and the jumbo loans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the jumbo loans are pretty much, you know, anything that's over the the county limits, you know. So jumbo the, loans are if you purchase a home that is more than, I think it's a million something, right? Yeah, now. just over a million. Just over a million. Yeah. If any, you buy any house over a million dollars, you have to now move into a jumbo type of loan. And then you have your government loans, which is FHA loans, um, uh, VA loans, and USD. then your USDA yeah. loans. So there's a FHA loan. This is a federal, um, it's the Federal Housing um, Authority, FHA, FHA, yeah, Federal Housing Authority. Yeah, FHA, yeah. Federal Housing. So federal government yeah. is basically, has money to give out to you, you know, us people to buy loans. You well, have to qualify. Uh, they don't have money. They have, they insure the loan. Insure the yeah, loan. they insure the loan. The buyer comes in with upfront mortgage insurance, low down. You know, it can be three and a half, three and a half percent. Uh, 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 FICO can be lower. Mm-hmm. You can be heavy in debt. You can be highly leveraged and still qualify. 
Uh, it's a great program for here in Hawaii. For your first time home buyers. For, it doesn't have to be first time home buyers. Yeah. yeah, so you can be any kind of buyer. Um, just it has to be your primary. Um, so but, it has to be your primary house. Yeah, it has to be your primary. But in Hawaii, a lot of places, a lot of condos especially, are not FHA approved. So what we're doing is we're getting specific units in a, in a housing project and we're approving a unit mm. versus the whole complex. Um, because uh, what the FHA did this last April is they actually lowered the mortgage insurance per month. So it's actually a lot more affordable uh, for people to get into the FHA loan versus conventional sometimes. Mm. Yeah, the FHAs are normally your one of your best loans that you want to try and utilize. Yeah. VA and then FHA is right there. VA is your cheapest, of course. Correct. Um, and, and if you don't know what VA is, that's a military-backed loans. If So any service member out there, thank you for your service. You guys got great loans, so utilize those Yeah. Um, but right off the bat. Um, but the FHA is generally your best, cheapest loan. I think USDA, uh, the agri- that's agricultural, so there's an agricultural, U.S. Department of Agricultural Loans, those are... Probably it's a great loan too. To, I mean, why not? You know, everything on the west side has, has to be an affordable house. It has to be a rural area. A rural area. Yeah, so, so this is generally why not and Eva pretty much on our island. So yeah. it's not going to qualify for those higher end homes. Um, but another cheap and great loan to utilize. And so we're just utilizing debt. And that's what we're talking about doing here. We're utilizing this cheap money from the U.S. government that wants us to buy houses, that wants us to own properties. And that's what we're talking about. So those are your definitely your cheapest and easiest loans. Yeah. And then what would you say next would be? Well, and you can, I mean, you got the government loans, but there's also a lot of programs that are kind of built into like these FHA loans, mm-hmm. right? There's like the down payment assistant loans, mm-hmm. you know, the FHA down payment assistance. I got, uh, when I bought my first house, I had a down payment assistant. I only had to bring 1% to the table because mm-hmm. Hawaii had some down payment yeah. assistance. So there's a lot of that. And, you know, you know, coming here to Hawaii, you don't see a lot of it being utilized. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the FHA is not utilized here. Um, I, I don't know. It's because they just don't know about it. Um, I think it's maybe the shift in the market where now it makes sense where before it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of those FHA-backed down payment assistance uh, programs that are available to people mm-hmm. that live in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, a lot of the mainline lenders will, will do. And you guys want to know about this because this is just allowing you to bring less to the table. The more money you can borrow from the government, you know, it's great. It's cheap money, you know. Federal money is generally cheap money, so borrow as much as you can and then put your money elsewhere and make it work. So think yeah. about it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after that, you get the assistance programs. What would it be the next type of loan? Well, your VA is always the best option, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the in terms of veterans, um, the stuff that I always hear and see out there is, well, you you can't have a non-VA borrower and a VA borrower on one loan. Mm-hmm. You can, but you do have to bring a down payment to it. Um, so it's possible to, in that scenario, you can have two VA borrowers on one loan as well, mm-hmm. um, where you split up the entitlement on it. Um, so you know you're splitting up the entitlement. You're not using your full entitlement. Some of the stuff I see out there. Uh, with lenders in Hawaii, they, they have a lot of misinformation with VA loans. Yeah. Um, again, one of the is probably the strongest loan out there um, is that VA loan because it's zero down, no debt to income, no loan limit. So, um, just as long as you have some residual income, you have good FICO and good reserves, you're going to qualify for a high purchase price. Um, so, the, I, well, the next type of loan would be a DSCR type of loan, our bridge, fix and flip. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I mean, the DSCR loans is kind of what we do. Yeah. Uh, so DSCR is really popular in the last two years. Yeah. And that's taking a property that you 
what you may don't qualify your credit score is bad or whatever you don't qualify you don't have enough income you can then take that property correct me if I'm wrong and you can look at it as a rental standpoint standpoint so you can buy this property at the debt to service ratio income type of loan so you're going to look at this property as a potential rental property and purchase a property as a rental property, right? Correct. A DSCR is debt service coverage ratio, right? It, it, all, you, all it means is that your your potential rental income that's coming in mm -hmm. is uh, at least a dollar more than your PITI plus you know HOA mm -hmm. if you have one. So it's taking a property and you're buying, it could be your residence, you could be moving in there, but you're going to analyze it like it's a rental property. And that allows you to purchase a property when you don't have, you know, everything else working in your favor. Yeah, it's, it's secondly, it's a business loan is what it is. It's the way we see it. We mm -hmm. see it as a business purpose loan for business purposes. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we get uh, borrowers into, you know, you're talking about bridge loans, right? You have a, uh, someone who's, who needs to obtain a property, you know, quickly, like a, a judicial foreclosure where you have to close in seven days, right? You're going to get hard money for that property. You're going to close it. And the day of closing, you're going you're gonna to do a DCR um, to have more of a, a long-term um, program and kind of settle the property down now that you're, you're going to have a lower interest rate as well. Um, so it's kind of what you see. You see your bridge loan into a DCR um, because the rental income coming from those those properties are usually higher um, and they easily cover your PITI. Yeah. Yeah. They're great to use. Um, and we do them a lot because they're non-recourse loans too. Um, some of them are non-recourse loans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of them, not all of them, depending on you know where you go with it. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no no tax returns, uh, no income, no docs, no docs. Yeah. Only thing we look at is to make sure there's no lates on your primary residence, and you know if you're doing a refinance that you've been on time on all your refund, all your current uh, mortgages. So they don't care about your taxes much. They only care about the property. They care about the asset. And we're just talking about non-recourse and recourse loan, meaning that, you know, that if something happens, you, you know, foreclose, whatever, they're not going to come after you. If it's non-recourse, if it's recourse, they'll come after you and you're personally guaranteeing you know, everything about the property. And that way they can just come after the property and take the property back and you're kind of okay in a sense. You're almost better for you, uh, technically, where, you know, you can just give the property back if you, you know, stop making payments or it's safer for you, technically. Um, so we do we do DSCR, and then we do bridge loans. So bridge loans um, are, are hard money loans. They're called they call them bridge loans, meaning they're just short period of time. You want to talk about bridge loans? And yeah. So a bridge is you're just bridging to you know a long term. You're getting a, your hard money loan, and you're going into you have a way out to get rid of that loan, mm -hmm. right? You're going to go into a DSCR or maybe a, a, a full doc investment uh, or loan or. Something. Or sell, you know. So it's it's a short-term interest-only loan, usually higher interest depending on, you know, experience, depending on FICO, depending on the deal, right? How's the deal look? Does it make sense? And how are you getting out of it? So, so bridge loans is I've been doing them for a ton for years now with a ton of different lenders. They're really they're really easy to get, and again, non-recourse, so they don't care about you. They're only going to care about the property, the asset. They're going to make they're going to evaluate this property, make sure the numbers are right. For whatever course you're going to do, you know, you mostly are going to buy these assets at extremely discounted price uh, because you can value add and then you can sell it or you can refinance yourself out of it. You don't want to keep a bridge loan longer than, you know, two years at most um, because it's just carrying costs is way too much. 
Although um, I'm getting some bridge loans right now at, at eight and uh, really 8.5, you know, some of our rates we can get at, um, you know, so it sometimes it does, you know, if it's close to what market is, um, you know, I have some DSCR long-term loans at like 5%. Mm -hmm. That was, you know, it, the market was at 2%. So I, those are great loans to have. Yeah. Um, so the, the hard money loan is kind of like your last resort, I want to say, but it is the quickest and easiest uh, way to get a late deal. And uh, often I get from some other non-investor kind of people is why don't you just use the cheaper, the cheaper loan. Those cheaper loans, FHA and those hard, those loans, you can't use one time because it's not my primary, but those types of conventional loans are hard to deal with, take longer, um, you know, the seller often doesn't want to sell you that home be if they have to deal with all of that. So on a bridge, hard money loan, they say you can close in two weeks. It never is really two weeks, but it's normally a very easy uh, process to, to deal with. And we do bridge loans. So we do, Rich does all types of loans, but we have a bridge loan team company together, uh, White Sands Capital. So we do bridge loans where we take advantage of all these different lenders and these relationships and these lines of credit uh, banks. And uh, and we utilize that for you guys out there. So uh, Rich, we have a, a loan program for you guys, um, which is why I'm referring you guys to Rich because yes, you can do a hard money loan and DSCR type of loan if no other reason fails. But now you have a guy that can do all the different types of loans out there instead of shopping around to all the different people. You know, it's great to have that resource at your fingertips. Hey, I want to, you know, I want to buy my primary. Hey, I want to, you know, buy this rental property. Hey, I want to buy this flip. Now you can look at, you know, these different types of loan programs. Hey, you know, I don't have solid taxes. My credit looks bad, but I really want to buy a house. So let's, what kind of program can we do? Um, so it's nice to have all the different, um, you know, resources at your hand with Rich. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's why I use Rich as well on, on a bunch of our stuff. You know, would you say that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, there's there's always a way to, to get a property financed. I mean, I think in this market, I think we get all the questions. And most of the questions I get is like, is it a good time to buy? Mm. You know, interest rates are high. Mm. You know, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. Uh, people that are reading online, oh, you know, uh, the new one is like, oh, the rich people are getting screwed, the poor people are getting better rates and like all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, to a certain extent, you know, it, you know, in some scenarios that may or may not happen, but it's not, it's not about comparing yourself to everyone else, right? Yeah. It's like, can you afford a home? Can you afford a property? If you can, you should buy, especially if you're buying, um, you know, if you're, if you're buying your first house, the worst thing you can do is not buy. Yeah, especially if you qualify. Um, Talk about rates. So yeah, the feds just came out yesterday and basically we're, we're going to keep this rate where we're at for the next year. Yeah. So we're not having any changes here. When that said, we've already seen it now in our markets where, you know, people recognize it. This is where we're at. So we're going to buy a house. Shoot, if you own a house here in Hawaii, just in a year, it naturally appreciates. You know, I have so much property and I'm just so blessed and thankful for some of these properties just by owning them i made a hundred grand just by going up in value um, and what we do is we'll buy properties with hard money loans um i actually do a kind of a three-step process we'll buy a hard property with a hard money loan we'll 
refinance it and trying to take out all our investors because rates are high right now, at least take all our money out, get that money back out to redeploy, move money. Um, and now I'm into still a high rate loan. And the third step is to do a cash out a refi. So cash out refis are great. Uh, one, they're easy to do, right? Yeah. Um, two, I think the lenders almost see that, hey, he's already got a loan when he bought it. You know, we're just like for like. So it's almost an easier process. The previous lender vetted the loan, you know, uh, when you move into a cheaper late rate loan. Then. So you can buy something now and be at 7%, you know, even 8%, 9%. If you can stay alive and, you know, be able to afford that for a year or two until it gets back into, you know, 4 or 5%, wherever we end up in a couple, three, three years or something. You know, so you can think differently in that way. And that's how we think. We think differently. Don't think like everybody else. Uh, and that's what separates, I think, successful people. You know, don't think like mainstream everyone is teaching you to think differently. Think of uh, the velocity of money. The quicker you can move money to do more, the quicker you can purchase a property, let it appreciate in value, um, refinance it out to a cheaper loan later. You know, you have equity now built in. You can use that equity to buy more. There's so much different scenarios I can go over to you guys with, with just, you know, buying a property now um, with whatever it takes and maybe even find more deals right now too. So, you know, if once the money goes back cheaper, you're going to go back competitive again. You're going to, prices will be harder to find, you know, good deals. So, you know, don't worry about rates, worry about the deal, the property. If you need a house, buy a house. If you need a rental, go buy a rental. Don't worry too much about rates and so forth. Uh, or you can like, be like all the normal people or don't buy a property at all, up to you. But then just telling you what we do and what the rich people do. So, you know, pick one, take your time. The rich people, yep. Rich. The rich people do. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on on loans? No, make loans your friend, yeah. right? That's yeah. the title of the episode. Yeah, make, make, make loans your friend. Make loans your friend. You know, the so, more loans you have, the better credit you have, the more you know times you've figured it out. It's not easy to get a loan, but if you can't qualify over and over and over, you know, you're doing something right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, you're utilizing money, free money, government money. Not all countries have this type of loan programs, this government back programs where they want you to be homeowners. You know, it definitely allows uh, our, you to be successful and to have net worth and to grow equity and to have property that you can leave down to your kids and so much more to be a homeowner. Um, you know, you have tax write-offs for, for rentals. You have, you know, depreciation. There's so much more. You have rental income. You have generational wealth. So much more you can do once you start understanding different loan programs and understanding how to capitalize on these different programs out there to utilize, you know, to do more in life. And um, it's a huge factor in what we do. I think I'm a professional loan program. Loan app taker. App taker, yeah. yeah. I'm literally pulling out yeah. apps and refinancing. And we just closed on commercial loan right now. And commercial loans are a big animal. Um, so there's so much different types of loan programs and i don't i don't know all the answers i'm still learning every day myself just real quick if you guys like what you're hearing thank you guys for listening i'm so appreciative for you guys to follow along and please just leave a like or a comment or message me love to talk to you guys please subscribe to everything below super appreciated
and aloha. So we do have a question, and the question is, uh, why do you think people are so afraid of loans? And this is from Gary. From Gary? Yeah. I, I, people are afraid of loans because of all the misinformation that's out there, in my opinion. Um, everyone thinks, like, you know, is the market going to crash? You know, what's going to happen next year? You know, the Fed is increasing rates. You know, my Uncle Paul said it's a bad time to buy. You know, everyone has an uncle that gives bad advice. Um, and they're just scared, you know? I think people are scared of loans. It's not the loan. It's the process, maybe, or the purchase price. You know, when you buy yeah. a $500,000 house, that's a big number to think about. Yeah, and the process is in the process. I mean, I mean, the process is not that bad, right? It's an application. Send me your docs, and if you're not where you're at, if you can't qualify, I'm going to tell you how to get there. Yeah. So I make it easy for you. If you know, if you want to buy a five hundred thousand dollars, this is your payment, right? If you can't afford it, great. Let's look at alternatives. Yeah. Let's look at down payment assistance. Maybe less down. Let's let's get your foot in the door. Say your you say your case. So your rates are high, right? If you buy a house. Uh, let's say five hundred thousand, right? And your payment, let's just throw it out there. What it's three thousand dollars. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna own a home for three and a half percent down. Yeah. Now in two years, you're gonna refinance that home either into an FHA again or into a conventional loan, or you're gonna sell. And it's went up in value, so you just made a. It's a silent bank it's account. A, your house is a silent yeah. bank account. You, you your home's going up in value, or so now you have two hundred thousand in equity or two hundred thousand in cash in your bank account. Where if you weren't, if you didn't, if you weren't explained why you're doing this from the get go, you just lost two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So you're losing two hundred thousand dollars right now. <laughs> well, if you're not, if okay, like I said, if you're not, if you're not buying, you can. Yeah. Then yes. That's why you buy when you can. You buy when you can, uh, and they're not going to give you a loan if you can't afford it. Right. So, I mean, if you want to make $200,000, go spend your Saturday, call up Rich, and just see where you're at. Make loans your friend. This is how I started. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where I'm at. I called up a loan guy, and he just talked me, hey, I need your you know good tax returns for the next year if you want to do this. Or we need some W two statements, you know. So it just started the process for me. It started, you know, it's not an overnight success. So kind of, you know, story here. Yeah. So it just starts your process. Hey, we need to start seeing this. You know, hey, you want to buy a million dollar house? Okay, you need to qualify a uh, hundred and fifty thousand a year to to qualify for a million dollars. So you just start the process to where you want to be, and then uh, even till to this day what you want to do next year. You're just planning what you need to do next year. So your loan guy, your mortgage guy should be somebody you work with hand in hand to you know what you need to do. Um, and they're just, they're here to help you. You know, they get paid if you get loans. So they're going to want to help you to get a loan. So don't think of it as something to be scared of. Yeah. Um, deal of the week. So deal of the week. Uh, is there any particular raising money? Um, so deal of the week, I guess. So we have a hard money lending program. So anyone out there, um, whitesandscapital.com is a web page. There's a link on Indar Hawaii to click to it. So click on there, indarhawaii.com and go to lending and you'll get over and fill out the information and Rich will get your information. So if you guys want to do some hard money loan, Rich also has his Instagram as well. It's Hawaii underscore Rich, yep. right? Yep. So you can 
uh, message or Rich or what's your phone number? You want to give your phone number? Yeah, eight zero eight nine two seven zero eight two six. Say one more. Eight zero eight nine two seven zero eight two six. Nice. So you guys yeah. can message them. With, call me, text me. Call them, text them, send them a voicemail at one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just work and figure out what direction you need to go. Um, even if you're a seasoned investor, it's just great to always talk to other loan guys and see what they're. I'm constantly always talking to other mortgage guys and seeing where they're at, rates, prices. Uh, market predictions. Loan guys love to talk about markets. Um, so I'm always figuring that part out as well. You can find where everyone can find everyone at rich at Hawaii underscore rich. Um, you can find me at indarhawaii.com as well as all our socials in our way. And yeah, like and subscribe and comment, ask questions. Uh, we love answering questions. So thank you guys all for listening about loans. <laughs> thank you. Thank you Bye. guys. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Aloha.